This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590 plus 100.5. I'm Bob Cudmore. Our guest is Glenville Town Supervisor Chris Ketsley, a Republican. Supervisor Ketsley has been in office since 2009. We've had uh, some events in uh, Glenville. Uh, interest of full disclosure, I too live in Glenville. Uh, in the past week or, or so, uh, we had a lot of power outages from that uh, storm last weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, good morning, Bob. Thank you for having me, by the way. Uh, yeah, we had a five-minute storm and then about a 24-hour power outage for a lot of our residents, unfortunately. And uh, everyone's ha- has had their power restored, thankfully. But um, it's been a little bit of a rough couple of days for a few of our, about 900 of our residents. Well, you know, it's a common topic um, when this kind of thing happens. Um, what do you think? I mean, do we get more power outages than we used to? It seems it in some locations, some neighborhoods. I happen to live in a neighborhood that gets uh, power outage quite often, quite easily. But um, I don't know. I've been on the phone with Grid often, and uh, they talk about their infrastructure being somewhat outdated and needing to make um, investments. And I think that's what one of their rate hike uh, yeah, proposals right. was about that finally, I guess, got approved. But I think they do have to look at, you know, maybe sometimes you think about underground as opposed to overhead makes more sense in the long run. It's mm-hmm. cheaper to do your overhead wires, and that's why they like to do it initially, but it is safer. and uh, Underground. Underground, um, and, and in the long run, probably cheaper. Yeah, and I've heard another argument, though, that underground is usually doesn't, you don't lose it, but when you lose it, it's a bigger deal. That's true, that's true, <laughs> yeah. but it's... But typically, uh, a lot of the new neighborhoods, our town code requires underground utilities now. So um, really, the likelihood of losing it is very uh, unlikely. Another tradition in the town of Glenville, seems to me, and you would know, a few years ago, it, it, it almost disappeared or somewhat disappeared. But ever since I've lived there, and I've lived there like over 30 years, there's been a spring cleanup. And this year, it's coming in June. June, June 3rd. It's a two-week program, so residents should have their um, stuff out to the curb by June 3rd. Uh, that weekend, they can take to put things out. We do not do not allow it out earlier than that, earlier than the weekend of uh, June 3rd. I think June 3rd is a Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, so once the uh, county waste vendor who does the program goes by, they don't come back, so please have everything out by the 3rd, and it will take somewhere over the next that, those two weeks to, uh, uh, to pick up. It, it's also a great kind of recycling effort. You know, mm-hmm. if you, people, when you put your stuff out, uh, ultimately, you know, usually the night before, folks yeah. go by with pickup trucks and whatnot, yeah. cleaning you out. The price of metal determines how, how many people come by. I, I, I remember really? years when metal was really high. Uh, people were out uh, looking for that. But prices come down a little bit, and it's not as lucrative as it used to be. Mm. And I know, because I took advantage of it recently, but at the, I don't know if it's the town landfill site or it's uh, off of Hetcheltown Road, you can um, recycle electronic equipment. Yeah, that's the county county facility on Hetcheltown. Oh, that's you right. Could, it's in the Glenville, but it's, it's a county. In, right, and you can recycle all all sorts of things. They even have a chemical hazardous household chemical day coming up, I believe, uh, sometime in May or June, but they haven't announced it yet. Now, Glenville, maybe I said this already, is a population of about 29,000, 30,000 yes. people. But it seems there's a lot of construction going on in, in terms of uh, new housing units. And there was a housing unit proposed for Dutch Meadow Lane, yeah. which is uh, uh, between Route 50 and Freemansbridge Road. Uh, and that was going to be the biggest housing 
complex in, in Glenville. But tell us what's happening there because they've scaled it back or the developers have scaled back their idea. Yes. Yeah. There's no doubt that Glenville is growing. We are, we're growing. The next census will be over well over 30,000, I'm confident. Um, we are getting more and more uh, housing applications in, some multifamily, some single family. Uh, this particular one is a mix of single family for sale product and also a multifamily. Uh, but one of the comments we got back from our boards and our residents through the uh, public process is that it, it's probably too big for, for Glenville. And, and so we are working with the developers to scale it down a bit. Uh, they've taken uh, about 50 or so units out of the proposal. Uh, we're working on right now, um, there's a mixed use element to it. So there's a commercial use to it. So really kind of bumping up the commercial piece in lieu of uh, the uh, density. And so we're just trying to make sure it's a project that works for Glenville. Um, it seems to be located nicely in our commercial corridor where we want to have multifamily. Um, but, you know, at some point we have to start looking at, as we have over the past couple of years, how much uh, multifamily is, in, is enough before you get oversaturated. And, and that's where I think a lot of residents are, are thinking right now. Now, uh, the, the number of units I saw reported was 267, mm -hmm. but that included other than housing or something well, like that? Well, it was 267 apartments, and then there was another, I want to say, 50 or so single-family townhomes that uh, were for sale. So the whole project was over 300 and about 315 units altogether. But I thought then it was cut down. Now it's cut down, right, by another, so fifth. So now it's back down to about 280, inclusive, mm -hmm. all, both phases. And this, maybe this is too much inside Glenville, but this is that on both sides of Dutch Meadow Lane? Yeah, so it's really the rest of what you see vacant on Dutch Meadows, both the north and south side. The single family will be on the north side. The apartment will be on the south side between Dutch Meadows and the railroad track. Gotcha. And then commercial on that side as well and commercial out on Route 50 in Dutch Meadows. And this road was built when they uh, put in the Walmart, right? Yes, uh, it's a town road, Yeah, and it was built for Walmart, and then Glenwick came, of course. Yes, that, and in fact, I saw that at the hearing, the only opposition, or at the time anyway, was the attorney for that project. They yeah. don't want it, apparently. That was, uh, that was ironic. That was ironic that someone who uh, built a multifamily um, um, structure on that road is arguing that, multifamily doesn't fit on that road. Uh, or they're saying there'll be too much of it. Too much of it. It was okay for them, but not I for see. their neighbor, I guess. So what, what's happening? Is this going to get approved or you don't know? You know, I, I think people are uh, so far very supportive of it, especially now that he's scaled down the density and it fits better into what our community is asking for. So uh, I don't think there's a lot of opposition to it. You know, time will tell. We'll, we'll have another um, opportunity to talk about. One of the things I want to do is ask for alternatives so when we approve a what they call a PUD, a planned unit development, the town board can ask for alternatives to the proposal just to look at what other options may, may fit there. And so I'll ask for some alternatives to that and see where it goes. But I think it's ultimately going to be a project. It's just a matter of making it a project that the, mm -hmm. that the residents want. 
Now, let me change topics. Can you say cheese? <laughs> There's a cheese. I mean, it's, it's, it does bring a smile to your face yeah. somehow. There's a cheese plant either being built or has been built in, in Glenville of some size, yeah. you know. Yeah, Hugh, uh, large, yes. Yeah, what, who, who's doing this? Belgioso Cheese, uh, which is a upscale cheese brand. It's a national brand, but you'll see it in Hannaford and you'll see it in Price Chopper. Um, it, it's great cheese, actually. We, My wife and I purchase it all the time. Um, we've been working on this project with Metroplex for years, and really it's a, it's a much bigger story than just the cheese plant, which is a 100,000-square-foot plant, $25 million investment in the town, and uh, we'll bring about 25, no, I'm sorry, 50 jobs, 50 jobs to the town. Um, but it's a bigger story than that. Really, it's a story that started back after the war when the Navy uh, was in the um, business and technology park, and they had a bunch of property there, which is set vacant since after the war contaminated. Um, and it's taken the town 40 years to get that cleaned up mm-hmm. and to get the federal government to sell it so we can redevelop it. And all these things have taken place over the past couple years with working with Ray Gillen, uh, Congressman Tonko, and uh, some others. And now we have a great redevelopment story there that's going to mm. be a huge economic boon for the town and a great job creator. Being an older person, I do remember that when that, what is now the Industrial Park, mm-hmm. Route 5, Scotia Glenville, yeah. it was the Navy Depot. Yes. You know, yeah. The Scotia Navy Depot. Interesting. I always ask, why does the Navy have a uh, base inland? You know, aside from the river, we really weren't a. Uh, well, um, well, yes. And of course, yeah, there, there is the presence of the Navy up in Milton. Yes. Uh, yeah. So. Well, I was told that uh, after um, Pearl Harbor, the Navy moved many of their assets inland. Ah, it was safer. Okay. And so that was one of the things uh, Glenville – Glenville has a strong, long history of um, military um, – True. Yeah. I think the last – and we're t- uh, talking with Glenville Town Supervisor Chris Ketsley. When you were on before, we we talked about the air base, and maybe yeah. you've got more to say about the air base. But I saw a news story the past a few weeks about the airport yeah. or a company called Riva, yeah. uh, which uh, has a, an operation in Glenville there, an air ambulance service. Yes, so another great success story in Glenville is that air um, airport park, we call it. The county owns it, and Ray Gillen has been working on getting some um, businesses in there. Bruno Machinery is, is coming in there. C2 um, Architecture is coming in there. A variety of businesses are coming in there. One of the neat ones is Riva, and they are an air ambulance, and they have uh, jets that fly all over the world, and they extract uh, people under medical emergencies and bring them to uh, – where, wherever they get back to the United States, usually uh, to get services, medical services that are life-saving uh, mm-hmm. services, and it's fascinating. I was on the air, the jet when we were in, uh, visiting, and it looks like an ambulance inside that flies. It's it's just mm. astonishing, but it's so so amazing. This stuff is going on here in Glenville. I said the other day we have everything from cheesemakers to lifesavers, and it's really <laughs> true. Dear. Uh, and the people that like the the nurses and I don't know maybe if the physicians are on this um, air ambulance they live in the area. Or Very often, often a often lot of them do. are renting um, long term apartments from the Socia Plaza and and mm-hmm. things like that because it's right across the street. But yeah, they're they're living in Glenville mostly. Uh, we uh, recorded this uh, episode uh, this past week. Was it actually I'll say a Tuesday morning because the night before there was a a, a fire in Glenville. Yes, uh, that month. Another was last Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another I had a couple. The, the communities had a couple fires to deal with. Actually, the fire last night was on my street, so um, I was at on scene most of the evening or most of the night through the night. Uh, terrible loss and. Uh, 
everyone's okay, at least. The, even the pets got out, so uh, we're thankful for that. But uh, just a devastating um, situation for the residents there. And it was a, a home, a, re- a residence. Yeah, so. yes. Now, now, Glenville served by a, a series of volunteer fire departments, yes. right? Yes, so we have uh, six different districts. Uh, many of them were on site last night, in fact, five of them. And then uh, we contract with Scotia to cover what we call Fire District 4, uh, which is below the avenue, which mm-hmm. is the town below the avenue, and then out at the uh, Business and Technology Park. Doesn't the airport or the military, you know, the Air, air Guard have a fire department too? They do, and they respond in the community as well. Um, and they responded last night, and they responded to the uh, fire out on Red Redwood a couple weeks ago. Um, but... They uh, they normally have it obviously for their own containing to to, to service the uh, the base, but they do come into the community and help support us. Again, let me uh, change uh, topics here. Uh, solar power. General Electric is signed on to help Schenectady County municipalities develop solar arrays on municipally owned properties. Uh, will some of these be um, built in Glenville? Yeah, we're excited about this one. You know, this is through the Shared Services Initiative. We've come together as a group with the county, and we've tried to look at um, ways of sharing services and, and economies of scale. And we found that solar might be one of those that we can we can do, um, achieve those economies of scale. So we're looking at, independently, we have been looking at uh, three sites in our town. We've offered those up to this consortium of Schenectady County looking at um, countywide um, properties. And so there's three that we're looking at right now where we might be able to um, achieve um, significant savings in our electric bill. Mm. Where are some of the sites? So one is on our landfill, which is off of Route 5. Uh, Mm. It's a closed capped landfill. So putting solar on landfills, the capped landfills are pretty popular now because you really can't do anything else with the property. Okay. Uh, One is down um, in our water plant off of Van Buren, off of Route 5 as well. And then there's a potential for some property on Vly Road um, that we own. Uh, and you said that was a closed landfill. Don't yes. know. Does Glenville have an operating landfill? Or no, no, no longer. They closed that back, I believe, late 80s and uh, have not had one since. So we have like private waste collectors like County Waste and they take the garbage somewhere? Yes, they take it typically to Clifton Park or Colony. Okay. Um let me ask you about something we talked about the uh, last time. This maybe gets us into politics to some extent. Um, you were saying, making the case that Glenville and other municipalities need a larger share of Schenectady County's sales tax. Yes. Uh, how do you stand with that uh, quest? Well, the, uh, the fight goes on. Uh, we have a meeting actually tomorrow with our legislators from our district, Glenville, Niskuna District, to talk about the issue some more. I've met with Senator Tedisco on it. Uh, to ask for the state for some help. But the issue is pretty, it's a pretty basic issue of fairness. Schenectady is one of the stingier counties when it comes to sharing their sales tax with with the towns. And so for every new tax dollar that comes into Schenectady County, 96 cents goes to the city, the county, and Metroplex. Four cents goes to the remaining towns, which means that we each get somewhere around a penny on every new dollar that comes in. Communities cannot invest in their community or benefit from the growth in their communities if they're not receiving those sales tax dollars. Just to give you an example, in Saratoga County, the county shares their sales tax 50-50 with the towns. That's why there's no property tax in Mm. Saratoga County. It isn't magic. Um, There's a formula to this, and it's very easy. When you use sales tax, which is 
the growth in your community, you're able to offset the need for property tax. Schenectady County towns struggle with property tax because they don't get their fair share of sales tax from the county. The county hoards it. Mm. And but do you think that your effort to to get more for your town and the and the other towns uh, faces problems because uh, you're you and the Glendale Town Board, I believe, are Republican or mm-hmm. Republican dominated, and um, Schenectady County and Schenectady City are mm-hmm. Democratic, and and it's set up to help the county and the and the city of Schenectady. Right. You know, I'm I'm probably naive. I mean, there's always this practical uh, matter of politics when you're in politics. I mean, you just can't take politics out of politics, mm-hmm. but. Um, I've always believed that you do what's best for the community, you do what's best for the town, and whether you're a Democrat, Republican, a Martian, an Independent, whatever you are, uh, you should be doing what's best for your community. And I I wholly believe, and I say I might be naive, but I wholly believe that people, reason and logic should reign, not politics. Do you know if, you know, uh, and another thing I haven't brought up is Glenville does not contain the casino, but you're right right across the river from this casino in uh, Schenectady. Uh, has that led to any kind of increase in, or don't you even know what kind of sales tax you generate in the town since you don't get reimbursed for it? We, we don't get a report from the county what generates from a sales tax. It's estimated that there's about a million dollars of new sales tax generated from the casino. Um, of course, they also get the impact money. Remember, the, cas- the casino pays mm-hmm. the county and the city what they call impact money. That's separate and above the new sales tax money. But they anticipate about a million dollars in new sales tax coming out of the casino. And uh, that's a whole new pot of money that, again, the county's not sharing. They're just hoarding it. Hmm. Um, the access to the casino uh, from Glenville is on this road that we mentioned already, Freeman's Bridge Road. Hmm. For some reason, I've always enjoyed Freeman's Bridge Road. <laughs> I've traveled it a lot going to work and so on and so forth. It was When I first came here like over 30 years ago, it was mainly kind of commercial then, but there was still more housing. But now that's it's kind of becoming Glenville's Wolf Road in a yes, way, yeah. isn't it? I mean, or how do you see it? Yes and no. I mean, it's a, it's a two-lane highway as opposed to a four-lane highway, so it'll never rival Wolf Road in that matter as far as traffic's concerned. We are right now doing a study on that road on how we can uh, bring the, what we call complete streets concept to the road, and that's really so that we can have a bike path, and a sidewalk up and down Freeman's that will connect into the neighborhoods, and um, eventually we'll have a town-wide, uh, town-wide bike path um, and pedestrian trail, really, for our residents to use. Mm. So that's interesting. Uh, also, uh, and, and we have maybe a minute left, but uh, I know that uh, in my household, the, the, we're keenly awaiting the arrival of is it Aldi's or Aldi's? Aldi's. Aldi's. Yes. The uh, discount grocery store. Yeah. They finally broke ground, and uh, they anticipate that they'll be open around Labor Day or so. Um, I was surprised. I've never been in one before, but I was surprised the amount of residents who are very excited about this store. So I'm looking forward to it. Yes, my uh, sweetie is tremendously <laughs> excited because there are other Aldi's around. Yes. I mean, she'll go up to a Boston Spa in Amsterdam yeah. and yeah. shop at an Aldi's and... Uh, Save money. Yeah, absolutely. We're looking forward to that one. Okay. Well, I thank you very much uh, for joining us, and uh, we'll talk again. Thank you for having me. We've been uh, talking on Talk of the Town with Chris Ketsley, who is supervisor of the town of Glenville. Talk of the Town on Magic 590 plus 100.5. This program will be available as a podcast on albanymagic.com and bobcudmore.com next Sunday morning at 630 
Our guest will be Albany County Executive Dan McCoy. I'm Bob Cudmore.